0: The landscape of Crane's Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for joining us. The landscape is brought to you with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. You can find out more at deltadentaloh.com. You might argue that only Guy Fieri's had more time on the Food Network than our guests this afternoon. Lauren Benz and Marianne Carroll are the proprietors of White Flower Cake Shop here in Northeast Ohio. In fact, they have several locations. Their stunning creations have been featured prominently on a number of times on the Food Network Program Cake Challenge. Not too bad for a pair of friends who started decorating cakes in high school when they worked at Dairy Queen. Lauren and Marianne, thanks for being with us today.
1: Oh, thank, thank you. you.
0: So you met in junior high school and mentor. You worked together in a Dairy Queen. Any memorable Uh, things from that time of your life. It's always fun when you work in a retail establishment like that.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was so long ago. I just, I don't know. I remember we had to decorate
2: a lot of cakes. I was actually just telling the girls um, that work for us this story the other day when we were learning how to decorate because we were both more just into art and kind of got thrown into the cake decorating aspect. But when we were learning, we had to make like trays and trays of hundreds of Like buttercream flowers. And we were just so excited to like bring them home and show our families and um, just like sticking them in the freezer just to kind of look at for a while until my mom finally was like, okay, you got to get these flowers out of our freezer. (laughs) But yeah, it was just the mass production and um, just kind of learning and being creative. It was really fun. Yeah, totally. It was good memories.
0: So you both have this interest in cake making and decorating, but neither of you went to culinary school. So how did you decide to end up going into business in 2006 in a business you admit you didn't know a whole lot about?
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Um so you know, funny story, we graduated from art school and just like really couldn't decide what to do. And you know, as a young adult, you kind of go through growing phases and part of it was like, oh, we have to adult now and actually figure out how to make money. And um it was it was hard to find art careers at that time and what we wanted to do and so we, I remember had a phone conversation. Lauren was in Pittsburgh. I was in Cincinnati. And, I, you know, we were about to move back up to the Cleveland area. And I think one of us said, hey, we could start a bakery. Do
2: you remember yeah. that? Like we didn't, like it was the easiest thing yeah. in the
1: world. <laughs> <laughs> and so this was probably in maybe 2003. So this was a few years before we opened White Flower Cake. But what we did in that time is worked at bakeries and then we also started a side hustle where we did cakes out of our house and we would deliver these cakes everywhere. Um, we would deliver them anywhere from like Pepper Pike to Hudson, Macedonia. I mean, any any place you can imagine because like word of mouth spread. And before we knew it, you know, it was time to quit our full-time jobs and focus on this as an actual business and that was like a very exciting time for us we were in our 20s we were young and so like I do like to
2: say it was before like cell phones were <laughs> like a big thing so yes. we would literally have like page like pages from MapQuest and be like trying to find our way yeah. around like with people's cakes it was a bit crazy but yeah we got to the point where we had, were giving out our cell phone numbers out and it was just non-stop calls of people that saw our cake at a party and um, we never said no, so we would go from our full-time job into, you know, our Marianne's house and our apartments, and we would just crank out cakes and buttercream all night long to the point where we almost weren't sleeping anymore, and that's when we decided it was time that we, we had to quit. We had two options. We could either quit our job and focus on ourselves, or we would just keep kind of what, doing what we were doing, and we knew we couldn't do that for too much longer.
0: It's amazing, Lauren, that it's spread by word of mouth. Could you think to yourself, you know, if you open a restaurant, you're visible. People see that you have a location, you open the place, but when you're doing it out of your kitchen, there's no really way you can't show people your kitchen. So it really was just customers seeing other customers purchasing your stuff.
2: I mean, there'd be weekends we'd have two or three wedding cakes. You figure at every wedding, there's at least 100, 150 people. And then we'd have probably 15 to 20 birthday cakes going out that same weekend So, you know, that amount of people seeing, even if just one person at every party says, hey, where'd you get that cake? It just kind of snowballed from there.
1: Yeah. And it's, I feel like back then, you know, this was before social media. So it was guerrilla marketing at its finest. I mean, we would, you know, every cake we would drop off to people, we'd have tons of marketing information that we, you know, printed off and would ask people to spread the word. And they did. And I, I'll never forget our you know, fast forward a little bit to our actual grand opening at our first location in Beachwood. And, you know, you never know how many people are going to show up at a grand opening when you're kind of a nobody, you know, you're not an established business. And <laughs> Lauren and I looked out yeah. and the entire like common area in Laplace was full of people. Like we almost I didn't mean, know what to do. We were
2: <laughs> like, oh We
0: didn't know what
1: to do. The fire department came because I think we had like, Meta push the quota. capacity yeah. for the amount of people that could be in our shop so like they were getting kind of upset but we were just like oh my gosh there's yeah. just people everywhere and so that you know to jump from kind of this very managed and controlled working out of our houses to taking that leap it it was just right. it was crazy right.
2: but the customers at first it was like I love we still have the same customers that we did cakes for. I mean, we've been in business sixteen years, but for the few years leading up to that, like we still have um, people that come in and they're like, "You made my son's baptism cake, and now he's graduating, graduating. from high school <laughs> or he's
0: in his second year
2: of college." Yeah, and they'll show us pictures, and you just like it it's takes just crazy. you back. Yeah, and when we were That's delivering great. everything we would be going in our cars, dropping it off, going into the house. A lot of times they'd be like, sit down, have a cup of coffee. It was like (laughs) we made relationships and friendships with, we call it like our cake family. Um, So it wasn't just like where they come to the store and pick it up and you might not get to see that person or meet that person because we might be in the kitchen. But that first round of customers we have, we formed like a really close bond with, and a lot of them still come to us now. And it's crazy because we've seen their families grow and just have been with them along the way because you get a cake for every single birthday or any monumental occasion. And we're there to see it, which is amazing.
0: Marianne, we've mentioned these television shows, these food challenges that you two have been on. What was that experience like? I know, I don't know if you signed any confidentiality agreement, but when we're watching you're, you're battling the clock and you're battling your competition. Is it really that stressful?
1: Sorry, we'll spill the tea, Daniel. It's okay. (laughs) Great. Um, so the funniest thing about those competitions like it's it it's almost I don't remember a lot because I feel like we were so stressed our our first Food Network experience we got a phone call on our 1 year anniversary as a business. So you can imagine like just even making it a year Lauren and I were like ecstatic. We were oh my gosh, this is a great day, you know, and I remember um did you take a call or did I? Yeah, I t- you took I the call the and I was at the store, store and yeah. I get a call from Lauren and she's like, are you sitting down? And I'm like, no, I'm at the, gro- <laughs> the grocery store. And she's like, you're not going to believe this. And in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, there's a fire, like something crazy happened. She goes, the Food Network just called. I'm like, what? They wanted us to fly out in two weeks from that phone call and compete in our first Food Network competition. And we were just like, I think we screamed. Yeah. I think we jumped. I mean, we couldn't believe well, we it. we said yes
2: right away, but yeah. not like knowing what was, we're just like, sure.
1: Yeah. And at that point, you know, right now we've got, I mean, we're getting to the point where we're like over 50 employees. But at that point, there was maybe like, I don't four. know, four employees. <laughs> so, you know, to have to travel, to fly to Disney, it was a, um... Cirque du Soleil challenge. So they flew us to Disney, put us in a resort. We got to film some backstage stuff there. And then a few days later, they flew us to Denver, where they filmed the Food Network challenges. They film a lot of things for the Food Network in, in Colorado. And so, you know, we were... Terrified, and I mean, but also we just like we couldn't believe it. It was just walking into that studio, and you know, even just the act of getting mic'd up, yeah, having the little chef coats yeah, with the a chef coat, and yeah. yeah, so it was surreal. And um, I'll tell you, I don't think we slept much because you know, being a, a new business owner at that point, you know, we filmed it. We ended up getting second place we're excited. We had a silver medal to bring home. And then we got right on the plane and went right back in the kitchen. I mean, there was no like rest and recuperation. It was just, okay, here we come into Cleveland airport. We're going to get our, you know, get a taxi, get, you know, dropped off and go right back to work. And so that was kind of a moment where you're like, okay, wow, this is going to be like, this is a lot of hard work here, you know? Um, And so it was, it was awesome. But you know, those food Network challenges really we were so fortunate because then we did three more and they put our name out there and so many people saw those and so many people were rooting for us and you know it was like we felt like we were making cleveland proud and it just was it was really awesome
2: this episode of the landscape is brought to you by delta dental of ohio With offices in Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Dublin, Delta Dental of Ohio is proud to be an industry leader in dental benefits. Together with our customers, providers, and employees, we build a higher standard of oral health care in our communities. And we are more than dental. At Delta Dental of Ohio, we work with entrepreneurs, innovators, and change makers who are committed to improving the health and well-being of all
0: Buckeyes. Together, we are building healthy, smart, vibrant communities for all. Lauren Benz and Marianne Carroll are the proprietors of White Flower Cake Shops here in Northeast Ohio. They join us today for The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. You mentioned, Lauren, that the staff, you guys started at four people. You're up to about 50 now. Um, What kind of investments you've had to make to keep up to continue this kind of expansion?
1: Well, investments in terms of equipment that's been a big thing for us I mean it's you know when we built out Beachwood there was the investment of the build out and a lot of people don't realize like when you start a restaurant or a bakery how expensive the build outs are I mean it just you know it it spiraled out of control almost our first uh location because we didn't know better and we were new and we
0: didn't have
1: a lot of experience and so when we found when we figured out our second location in Solon, we actually found a pretty sweet deal where the landlord did the build out for us. And at that point it was just about, um, you know, purchasing more equipment And then, you know, roll around to the third location, the Westside Market, same type of scenario. It was, you know, they were um, redoing all the stalls in the Westside Market. So we got to come into a brand new space that came complete with display coolers and, you know, everything we needed. Um, So, and then now with Strongsville opening this Sunday, which is kind of surreal, Uh, We were so lucky to find the same setup where it was a bakery and, you know, we just kind of came right in and did some aesthetic things. But I'd say kind of to answer that first question, the biggest investment for us over time has been equipment, you know, things like walk-ins, freezers, um, giant mixers, things that make our staff, you know, be able to produce quicker, doubling our ovens, things like that has been really important as we've grown.
0: We always hear location, location, location. So was there a need there in Strongsville you thought that you would be able to fill by taking opening that fourth location?
1: Oh, yes. I could not believe that there's really no bakeries in Strongsville. And for a population density, it's 46,000 people. And, you know, I had been looking about a year ago at a different space, but then, you know, build-out costs were coming back so and just insane. I mean, just with post COVID and all the cost of materials and everything going up so much, um, I, you know, we kind of got discouraged about it and put it on hold and opened the West Side Market location, um, in, in that interim time. But then when this opportunity came up where, you know, we found this existing bakery that, you know, had wanted an out, they, um, didn't really enjoy doing it anymore and wanted a, you know, kind of this was the perfect scenario for them where someone could come in and take over their lease. And, I mean, we were over the moon because we, you know, it's it's right off of Pearl Road. It's in a main area where people drive by. And I just, we're so excited to see our customers excited. I mean, <laughs> we've been answering so many messages over the last few
2: months. As soon as the word went out, don't you think oh, about yeah. People that like are this like is closer to me because we have people that drive yeah. from, you know, drive an hour or two just to get white flour cake. I mean, we have people that are in New York City and every time they're in Cleveland, they come they to get up. stuff yeah. and bulk up. So, yeah, it's we're reaching out to people that our customer base is there. But then we're also going to have a lot more new customers that um, are just finding out about us, which is amazing.
0: So obviously, white flour cake has something that sets it apart. What do you think it is that makes you so successful? Besides delicious cake.
2: <laughs> well, I, I think we probably both would say the same thing. Our buttercream. Our buttercream. Yeah. yeah. Our
1: buttercream okay.
2: is like, it's so good. It's like a Swiss meringue buttercream. So it's one of those frostings that has a lot of butter in it. Um, it never really gets really like hard, um, like the grocery store frosting. It's nice and soft and fluffy. And we're known for our big, huge, beautiful buttercream flowers. So... Um, We only use buttercream. We don't do the fondant, which is like the rolled sugar paste. We used to do that when we first opened, but we quickly learned that um, buttercream was the way for us to go. And um, anybody that tries our buttercream usually says it's the best buttercream they ever had. So we put a lot of it on everything that we do. (laughs) Some would say too much, but we say not enough. Not enough,
1: yeah. And it's it's become our new slogan. We have, um, in Strongsville, we have this neon sign that says it's all about the buttercream. Yeah. And in our, our new location coming up in Eaton Collection, we'll have the same type of signage where, you know, it just kind of puts it out there. Like, hey, you know, we make our buttercream. It's fresh every day. It's a Swiss meringue. You know, people, they become addicted to it. It's
2: awesome.
0: Sounds delicious. My favorite slogan <laughs> for a for a candy shop was they make their specialty is Buckeyes, and it was we eat all we can and we just sell what's left. And that was like, oh, oh, it's oh, it's funny. funny.
1: <laughs> I know it is. It's so hard to like eat healthy when you own a bakery. <laughs> we just want to eat everything.
0: I bet. <laughs> so you guys have made some cakes for some high profile folks like LeBron, Jay Z. Do you feel any more pressure, or it's a cake as a cake?
2: Oh, I think we do feel the yeah, pressure. Yeah, a little it's bit more easier. pressure. Um, definitely. I mean when we first opened that was another thing that happened too. We ended up getting a contract with the Cavs. So we and that was when LeBron was super popular. We got to make every single Cavs player bir- their birthday cake. So
1: remember Shaq? Oh, and we got Shaq's to do Shaq's cake. cake. Yeah, and so it Daniel was like Gibson After a while
2: it was just like normal like we got used to doing it but it was still like going on those deliveries was like my favorite thing in the entire world because we got to deliver to the practice facility and it was like seeing these grown men but they were acting like they were really excited to see what (laughs) their cake cake was they'd all come like running over and you're just like standing there holding a cake and you have like the entire Cavs team around you like going oh my gosh look at that because they would do like themes like they would do their favorite
0: Car, um, like cars yeah. or like
2: Ninja Turtles, like stuff that they like from the when they were little. So the couple of years that we had that account was like so much fun. And we got to get a lot of exposure to all of those athletes, um, which was amazing.
0: Now, who's not excited to get cake too, right? I mean, I'm Right, sure I know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys also operate this online school of decorating. What kind of, what do people do? Is it just, is that for anybody or is it for people who want to be professionals? How does that work?
1: Yeah, so back in 2014, you know, kind of when our social media page blew up, um, we would get messages and messages and messages all day long from people in other states, other countries asking us to show our skills. And at first we were like kind of hesitant because we're like, well, I don't know, this is what makes us unique. Do we really want to share all of this? And then kind of like our business minds thought, "All right, wait a second. I, I think there's a way to like actually make this into a business." And so, what we ended up doing is filming some online tutorials. The first one we filmed was specifically on our signature flower, and uh, you know, Matt got everything uploaded to an online platform where people could go in. And it was, you know, once we launched our online school, anybody could go in. Choose a tutorial, pay for it, and download it, and then they could um, keep it for life. So it wasn't like a class that expires. It was a class that they could watch over and over. And at that time, you know, this company called Craftsy got was really kind of um, getting very big, which is a, a online tutorial based business that sells classes on how to do knitting and how to do sewing and cake decorating. So it was kind of that moment where. Online classes became a big demand, and so we didn't really. Th- We're like, all right. I mean, maybe we'll sell like two of these. <laughs> we thought, and overnight, we sold. I want to say close to five hundred online classes the night we launched them, and we sat there, and and I remember we had pulled an we had pulled an all nighter to get this uploaded, and we sat there, and it was like Russia, China. Um, Czechoslovakia, you know, of course, you know, Kansas, Colorado, like all California, New York. But we were people from all over the world were paying for our online class. And it was a moment where we said, oh, my gosh, like this is bigger than just being a little cake shop in Ohio. Like we actually connect with these people now. And um, so then we added more and we filmed more. And to be honest, I think having that online school was one of the reasons that, at least initially, we survived COVID. Because when COVID hit, what happened to a lot of bakery and event based businesses is within the matter of like three days, we were out thousands and thousands of dollars because a lot of people canceled their weddings. And they didn't necessarily cancel their weddings. They wanted all their deposits back because no one knew when the world was going to get back to normal. Well, so while we panicked and said, oh, my gosh, at the same time, we started to see all these online classes just keep coming in. Because at that point during quarantine, people were looking for things to do. So it was one of those things where, you know, it took time. It took energy. Um, it, It was a lot of work to launch the online school. But at the same time, it kind of came in handy when we really needed it too. So yeah, right. it was it was it was really cool to see that.
0: So finally, are you excited about moving to the uh, Eaton Collection? I mean, you've been in your space for so long—the original space.
2: Oh my gosh, we're so we excited! What an upgrade! <laughs> what an upgrade! Yeah, it's crazy to think about. Like when we first started, it was literally just the two of us and going from like an apartment and a small home kitchen into the space that we were at in the past was like enormous. But then when you throw like on an average day, when there's like 12 to 14 people in this kitchen, when there used to just be two of us, we're like literally on top of each other. So moving to a much nicer mall, that's, um, you know, we're having over double the amount of space. Our employees could spread out a little bit. We can organize. That's another thing. When we got into this, we had no idea like what made sense of like where to put the ovens, where to put, we kind of just put it where we thought worked and, it just isn't, nothing's really in the right spot. So going into this new space, we can actually like sit down with our bakers and say like, what makes the most sense? What should we put here? What should we put there? And just really design a space that flows and works well.
1: And we're really excited to add in, you know, ice cream to the mix. It's something that we've always wanted to do as a business because to me it's a no-brainer. You know, you're, you've got people showing up for a treat how do you make it even better? Well, you add a scoop of ice cream, you know, you add a scoop of ice cream to a brownie or a cupcake or a cake slice, or you put a macaron and a, you know, cake sickle on ice cream. And you've got like these beautiful, you know, Instagrammable desserts. And it's a fun experience. And with Eaton, you know, the inside of Eaton is so gorgeous. Like people can come in anytime and eat ice cream and walk around the main common area. And so we're just, we're, we're kind of over the moon. I mean, It is a little crazy with the timing of all this happening with Strongsville and with Eaton, but we kind of feel like if we don't jump on these opportunities right now and just, you know, take advantage of the fact that there's literally no build out. I mean, I just feel like the time we have to just kind of deal with the chaos and know that once we're established and set up, it's kind of the flow will get much more manageable and, you know, it feels though like right now everything's just happening at once and (laughs) it's kind of crazy.
0: I, I have confidence. Given everything you've done so far, you two will be able to pull it off. Lauren Benz and oh, Marianne Carroll. Thank Carol, you. Thanks, thanks so much for joining us today for the landscape and congratulations on your great success. It's wonderful to hear about people who started in an apartment and have the kind of business you guys have built out now. So, congratulations. Oh, thank,
1: thank you, you, Daniel.
0: Lauren Benz and Marianne Carroll are the proprietors of White Flower Cake Shops here in Northeast Ohio. They joined us today for the Landscape a Cranes Cleveland podcast. We are presenting with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. There's more information at deltadentaloh.com. I'm Dan Paletta. Always glad when you can join us and we'll talk again soon.